0: So joining me this morning are my guests, Mr. Rajiv Aluru, President of ACL Houston Chapter, and Nidhi Gupta, Youth Leader. Today we are going to learn about the work ACL Foundation does in improving and empowering people in living in rural India. So good morning. How are y'all doing? Good morning. Lynn. Good morning. How are you? Hi. I love I love her aura.
1: Yes. You know,
0: Nidhi's yes. like full mine. of positivity <laughs> and happiness. <laughs> <laughs> She's like this ray of sunshine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Rajiv?
1: I'm doing good. She provides the same sunshine for the entire Ekel. So yeah, it's yes. great to have uh, be here talking to your listeners, helping yes. them learn about Ekel and all the impact we bring to the rural and tribal India.
0: Yes, we are excited to learn a lot about because I know y'all do a lot of work, um, you know, making a difference. And that is so important, especially in villages in India. That is so needed education and, you know, empowering the women. So I'm really excited about this, uh, this talk with, uh, with you both. So, uh, let's begin with the inception of ACL Foundation.
1: Yeah, so uh, this journey started about four decades ago um, by uh, one of the visionary founders by the name Shamji Gupta. Uh, he actually started a in Gujarat in that area um, with a, a group of like-minded, uh, educated uh, group of leaders. And then uh, over the last four decades, it grew into a global organization. And uh, the impact today is in 80000 villages in india wow. 80 um so we actually focus on five core pillars as i say uh, one is education which is what we were going to we'll really spend a lot of time but then we also uh, expand or expanded into digital literacy health skill training and also culture so in the last uh decade or so, we shifted from the single teacher schools, where it started, towards empowerment, empowerment, economic empowerment, not just education, but make them sustainable to a point where they don't need us anymore. That is our goal. That's our mission. Um, So, yeah, a a great journey. We, uh, in fact, ACL is also proud to be a recipient of uh, Gandhi Peace Prize, which is I would say, like a Nobel Nobel Prize for the philanthropy organizations in India. So this wouldn't be possible without tens of thousands of volunteers, donors, and all that, too. So huge uh, thank you and gratitude to all of our donors and volunteers as well.
0: Wow. It's amazing the work that you're doing and also thinking about the future, getting, uh, you know, providing that education, but as well at the same time, keeping in mind that uh, at the end of the day, like just like kids, you know, we provide education, we provide a home. But at the end of the day, they have to be self-sufficient. They have to be independent. And that is what you all are doing. So that's That is what job. excites
1: me the most. Not yeah. just telling them um, how to learn and whatnot, but providing them the opportunities. And one of the goals we have in the coming years is to have uh, a goal of 12,000 villages across uh, India. So mm-hmm. these are selected based on the data we have economic empowerment status and all that. Mm. Uh, make them totally uh, I would even call it Adarsh villages, like ideal villages okay. is what we call it. And they are going to have all these pillars as I already mentioned. For example the Women Empowerment Centers, the digital literacy, yeah. the Ecol- la- computer lab on wheels organic farming all of that embedded within these villagers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's our goal. Uh, we are making good progress, but we also have a long way to go. And we we are sure that we would be there. We would be getting there with all the support that we have from yeah. folks like yourself and then all of our volunteers and donors.
0: Yeah. So uh, let me ask both of you all, what are your roles in the foundation? And how did you all get involved? So let me begin with you, Rajiv.
1: Yeah, so I started working with ECL around 2014 time frame. I actually attended a fundraiser. Okay. Um, so uh, there are a few things that really stood out for me. And one of the uh, key things for me was the magnitude of impact that a dollar can create. So ECL tagline is a dollar a day keeps illiteracy away by funding a school For a day. So a $365 can fund a single teacher school. Wow. So a very scalable, I call it platform in the business world uh, is what we were able to do. And to me, when I walked into that fundraiser, that is an eye-opener, to say the least. And then later on, over many years, I volunteered in the fundraising and so on and so forth. Then we moved to Houston. I was talking to Houston leadership. Uh, In fact, AECL USA is founded in Houston. So there's a special place for Houston in the ACL USA chapter. Uh, So as as we were talking, I had an opportunity to lead the chapter, and thanks to the leadership who actually wanted to take this to the next level as we were preparing for post-COVID. So long story short, I was able to uh, pull my team together and then Nidhi, is is part of my team leading the youth activities and she has been with Ekal for a long time. She'll cover that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is part of my team and we have uh, the chapter teams. We have 70 chapters. Ekal has 70 seven zero chapters okay. all over the country and uh, Houston is one of the active chapters.
2: All right. Okay, Nidhi. I'm Nidhi. I'm a junior at Carnegie Vanguard High School. So I've been involved in ACL for the past three years. And it all started when I learned about what ACL is, like the cause, how they're trying to bring education to empower like the rural and tribal villages, the children there so they can get an education. So when I heard about that, I was like, wow, that sounds really cool. I want to like, I searched it up. I got, like, I started emailing them. And then I found out that I can host youth workshops. So I hosted Algebra 2s. Spanish, geometry, so these type of subjects all across the U.S. I taught students, and the fees that they paid was as like a fundraiser. So, like, I raised around $2,000 wow. around that, and so that really inspired me that, yes, I can make an impact. I have a purpose. Mm. And so that got me first involved. And then as a youth lead in Houston, I started attracting more students across Houston so they can start getting involved with ECHO. So I created a club recently, this year, and the students there have actually started creating youth workshops. One teaches biology, another is teaching history. So as this way, they're getting involved. And at the same time, they're creating more awareness about what Ekl is, how we can expand it. And surprisingly, many people really want to go to India and experience a vanyatra, which is actually going and staying in the Ekel villages. So that's really created a good community. And that's what made me involved in Ekel, the whole cause.
0: Right. And so y- did you go to India?
2: Yes, to th- yes. To yeah. the
0: villages? Yes. So share yeah. your experience with us.
2: So when we went to the village, we were greeted, like when we first went to the village, uh, it's in East India in Bhubaneshwe, Odessa. So there we were greeted with flowers, with music, bells, And we dance, like you reach the village, they're dressed in the traditional clothing, their saris, their bindi, a a nose pierced, and we walk all the way through the village. And then they sat us down and we, uh, uh, they started teaching us, like, how they actually experience learning there. Mm. And so, When we came and sat down, one by one, they would lead the classes in different languages like English, Uriya, Hindi, so they have a diversity of culture. But the feeling I got when I visited them was so great, it was unimaginable, like... I actually wanted to bring them back to America with me when I <laughs> <laughs> seriously. I, I, heart, I you know, know, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, like, yeah, like, it is, is a Bollywood movie again. for real. Like it's, it's that experience. Yeah, and the, the girls and boys—you could see when you look at their eyes. Just look at their eyes. That that passion for learning, the the curiosity, like you can tell that they value and they're so grateful that ACLA provided this opportunity, this platform for education. They're so grateful. And it's just, so livening. I actually wanted to take
0: them, but I can't, can't do that, can I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so did you go with other students or were you I went with yourself? my family, yes. You went with your family? Yeah. And how did your family, what was their reaction? How did they feel? They, they were like, wow, Niti,
2: because of you, I actually get to visit this part of India because right. we just visit our family. But visiting the villages where everything first came from, sprouted from, that is the, the real joy we got.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's amazing yeah. to see and and then speak to all the mm-hmm. I guess to the children out yeah. there, right? I'm
2: excited that you're showing, I'm just to- like <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I want to go.
0: <laughs> and you probably learn things from them as well. They Mm -hmm. probably taught you things that you never knew about, right? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes we think, oh, we are from United States. We Mm -hmm. know everything. But then when you go to India and you, you know, go to the villages and then they teaching you something, you're so like, wow. Yeah. You know, I learned much more than... What the culture have, values the were, culture yeah. itself yes exactly the culture values that is that never you know that that is very very uh precious mm-hmm. for for all of us yeah, yeah that's wonderful so, um, Nini, tell me how do you balance all of this? Because, like, you you, you know, you have studies, of course, and that is important. Mm-hmm. And then you do, there's so much work involved in the foundation itself. And mm-hmm. I'm sure it must be pretty overwhelming sometimes for you. So, how do you go about doing all of that?
2: Well, as a student, I can connect with ACL as because I know the value of education is so important and since I, I'm getting educated here in America, I'm so privileged, right? I get all the resources, free education, but students all across rural India, like, they don't get education. They don't have access. No schools, no teachers, no books. They don't have any of that. Mm-hmm. So when I when I know that, yes, I can make an impact there. Like, yes, I, I want to totally do it. So I never take EGLA. The thing is, it's all about perspective. I don't take EGLA as a responsibility, as something hindering my studies. Like, along with my studies... Studies is something I do, but ACL is just part of me. Like, it's just something I do alongside. Like, I don't think about it. I get so consumed in it that I don't have to actually take out time for it. It just comes in naturally. You know, for studies, I have
0: to take out time. <laughs> <laughs> that is harder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's wonderful. I mean, you know, it's good to see youths getting involved and the passion that, that you know, you, you're, it's just, flowing out so naturally and so because you you're you know you're so happy doing what you're doing and it's good to see that I mean our future is in good hands
1: <laughs> we don't have to worry at all
0: <laughs> <laughs> so share with us some of you uh some of the stories success stories yes yes, yes.
1: yes.
2: so there's this one girl named Pinky Karmoker she's from a village in Assam uh in India so there, she, she started off as like a tea laborer, right? In the garden she used to work, and then she became an ACL graduate. And gradually, like, she even, she's now working with the Indian government. Imagine she transformed from working with the, like, in the tea gardens to all the way being in the government, in the Indian government. Wow. It's a big thing. What? It's incredible. So, but she also, Like, she also, in 2012, got part of the, she got to hold the torch in the Olympic gold thing, like, for India. So that was, that's amazing. Like, someone starting off in ACL school gets to do that. That's like, wow, like,
0: whoa. Yeah, such a proud moment.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so she, now, she also went back and she helps their village. So she started working with the United Nations Children's Fund to go and uplift her village by implementing a sports
0: program. To help with like, the children there, wow, that's so yeah. great! And uh, you know, like we are, we always talk about empowering women, mm-hmm. and uh, it's so good to see at you at such a young age you are doing that. You're empowering other young uh, girls out there. So, what are your thoughts on that? On women empowerment?
2: I think we all women, like, what, what do I think about women yes. in general? Empowering women, yeah. My message or. Yeah, anything, whatever, what your thoughts are? I think that we all women, from knowing from history, like we women weren't given the rights we were, but now we women are, give, we're given awareness. We are sisters of America. We sisters of America, we're given all this knowledge about how we have rights to get ed- education. That's our basic foundation to success. We need that to have financially successful, to get an income, everything, we need this, so it's really important that we women get aware about our rights and fight for education and be part of this ACL movement, therefore. Mm-hmm. And how
0: is ACL doing that in empowering women?
2: So I'll give you another story. So like, I, this summer when I went to India, right? So we visited this girl, she, her name was uh, Priyanka, right? And she, she was, she was like in a tailoring center, like she was there's something called the GRC Center mm-hmm. in India. GRC is, like, where they give skills training, resources to, like, the teachers there, like, to teach the teachers, right? Okay. And so she went there, too, like, as a student. And she realized, like, she started learning tailoring. So there's, like, tailoring centers for women there. So she learned how to tailor, uh, like, a, the sewing machine. And she bought it like she learned so she can make a salvar kameez that's mm-hmm. like a indian traditional gown right? right and since she could do that she basically depletes the like the dependency the villagers have on going all the way to the market to or to the town to get these clothes so like first of all they get it at a cheaper cost second of all they don't have to go all the way there to the market to buy clothes the women in the village make the clothes, and they get an income, which makes them financially independent, strong yes. women, yeah. right? Right. And so this this whole process, and they get to bring two, three sewing machines. The women who learn at the GRC, then they teach other women around them how to use these, and they make multiple things for men, women. This is like a source of income. So that's really that's really powerful to me. Yeah.
1: So let me add a few things there. Uh, so the GRC stands for Grammothan Resource Center. Okay. As the name indicates, it actually provides the necessary resources for a cluster of villages. A cluster can be up to 60 villages. So think of this as a hub and spoke model where you have a group of 60 villages being served by the GRC, which is Grammutan Resource Center. One part of Grammutan Resource Center is women empowerment which can essentially mean 30 different sewing machines where there is a batch of female um, uh, for students and some male as well, um, but mostly female. And they will be getting a six to eight week training program, a okay. structured training program. And then the graduates of the program will take a sewing machine with them.
0: Oh, oh wow. Yep.
1: Yep. So... That is so. When they go back, they're actually setting up their own, call it small business. Business,
0: yes. You have the tools, to everything.
1: You have the skill. You get the machine. You take it back, and then there are hundreds, if not thousands, of stories all over India. And most of these happen to be female students. Another thing with the single teacher schools, it's a thirty student school. So, again, a dollar can fund up to 30 students mm. in each school. About 15 plus students are females, girls. Okay. Wow. 15, 50%, or even more, are girl students. And these villagers, uh, if you actually go and end up going to them, they are all over India, even to the point of war torn regions in Punjab, for mm. example, or economically backward regions. Such as Jharkhand, Bihar, Madhya Pradesh, uh, Andhra. I mean, every state has these. I don't want to necessarily call some states are better than others, especially because there is this divide, right? The rural and urban divide that has become even more prevalent and prominent these days. Yes. And if we don't go after these weak links, it's not a true Bharat that we are actually bringing, right? That is what AGL is after. So go after the weak link, empower them, empower the woman as well with it so that you are truly bringing the entire country as a whole.
0: Yeah. So let me ask you, like uh, the volunteers, when they are there, they're doing the work, how challenging it is for them to say convince because it's still a patriarchal family, right? So how, how challenging it is for to convince the the husband or the father to kind of let the women, um, you know, work or study? Is it as challenging as, I mean, we've heard so many stories that they don't want, they just want the women to be at home, take care of the kids. The young girls, uh, you know, they want to teach them the house chores and that's about it. So how challenging, what are the challenges that y'all have to face, the volunteers have to face?
1: When they hear that Ekel has been doing this, in 80,000 or close to 100,000, it gives them a feeling that, okay, it's time yeah. to change. Okay, yes. time to change. Yeah. And we, you heard stories about Pinky mm-hmm. and and many, many, many females and women. They obviously get the door open. The door is open for conversation. Mm-hmm. And later on, we have a teacher in the village. So here is a teacher who grew with you yeah. and became this spearheading a spearhead the leader, spearheading the movement, it also helps, right? So it's not just about providing the content, but it is that connection.
0: So it's like a chain reaction. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And then all of these things do help. The the history helps, the success helps. So we, as a result of that, I don't think we are having that much resistance. Hmm. And also it's right there in the village. You don't have to go anywhere. And then some of these villages, we also do e-siksha, which is essentially a digital uh, education, which is on the tablets. So what do we do? We actually provide the roll out the content through those devices. Mm. So this world class or the, obviously even the content is driven by IITs, the Harvards of the world. So this world class education is coming to you, to your village. Mm-hmm. And that also helps. Correct. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, it's wonderful to hear such great work of, uh, you know, equal doing and being involved and thinking about that so many times, you know, it's it's and mainly it's the women who are forgotten mm-hmm. uh, many, many times. So sharing these stories. Uh, motivates and uplifts uh many of us in so many ways i mean for us over here you know like even with me listening and seeing your passion i'm just like <laughs> wow because i'm sure you must be sharing all these stories with so many young um you know youth out there right mm-hmm, yes, like yes. so i mean i just i'm just trying to imagine how you begin <laughs> a conversation <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's go on a short break. And when we return, we will continue our conversation with uh, Rajiv and Nidhi from Aikul Foundation. This is Chai Time on 99.5 FM. Welcome back to Chai Time on 99.5 FM. I'm in conversation with Rajiv and Nidhi from Akel Foundation. It's been such an uplifting conversation, I would say. And, uh, just, you know, listening to Needy, her, her passion and talking, sharing uh, such success stories with us about what the foundation does, the, the impact it has on so many lives. So, Needy, I'd like you to share uh, another story with us. So, there was a girl, there's a girl named
2: Sarmishtra and she, like, started, like, she used to just do, like, run cattle in the farm, right? But then, in a ranch right and so she started like when she got in contact with Akel she started like Akel started telling her about like ways to farm better right and so she learned what vermicomposting is so like more organic ways to like implement in farming because not just men but also women are learning farming and so she started learning that so that really uplifted her like her whole life like her whole income source too. Yeah, that's one.
1: So uh, just to add to that organic farming thing, when we go educate the farmers, they're telling us that as a result of them using organic farming, their costs are getting reduced. Mm -hmm. So more money in their pockets as a result. And then two, you're also helping the environment. Yes. Right. So, and then on the top of all this, You don't have to go anywhere else. The knowledge is coming to you. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so organic farming is a huge thing for all of the uh, Ekal villages. And obviously, women are also involved equally. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is really helping a lot of villagers. In fact, um, our villagers use grow turmeric. Uh, very uh, it's international standard. We are working wow. to get this USDA organic or some sort of certifications to roll it to international markets in the future. So we have uh, a lot of uh, villages who, who are capitalizing on mm. this global organic uh, demand, as I call it, and uh, definitely working towards that.
0: Yeah. And the demand is huge Huge. over here. Everyone's into organic, into living healthier lifestyles. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that is just uh, growing as well. So it's a win-win for everyone Mm -hmm. in that sense. Yeah, that's wonderful. So Rajiv, you know, we do know that technology plays a vital role. I mean, we are all always on our devices. Uh, We have our phones, our tablets and everything. So how is ACL using technology in the current and future operations?
1: Great question. Um, I see ACL as a big scalable foundation, as I mentioned, uh, b- because we are in that many villages, 80,000 again. So technology is very much needed for us, even critical, I would say. So one of the first things that I want to hit on uh, for all the donors, whoever comes in with a, whether it be a single teacher school or a special project, like a gramathan resource center, Everybody gets a portal. So you can, you get a donor ID, you get a login, and you can go and see where your school is, how many uh, girl students, how many boy students, where exactly is it. Also, if you want to go visit the school, you can also do that as well. Oh, wow. So that's number one, full transparency in terms of, yeah, where your dollar is going. Sometimes we even take your preference on where you want to fund your school, if you have that that's also a possibility and then that's the current state we are doing that today now in as we are going towards this digitalization we are using the donor uh, portal uh, to um, to do roll out more content for example what is the current attendance in your school down to uh, yesterday if we oh, may yeah so out of the 30 students how many students showed up and then the reason there are two things here one is to see the health in terms of attendance but when you aggregate it we also want to use that data to understand what is making these students call it dropouts or what is causing the low attendance what areas need further attention Mm -hmm. what areas what are the elements that are causing the successful schools the way they are so that is the way how we are going to use, not only for tactical, but also for strategic things. In addition to that, same thing for organic farming. Since mm-hmm. we have technology, we are going to roll that out to digital, uh, the acre Lab on Wheels. Acre Lab on Wheels, for your listeners, it's simply a, a mobile van okay. that's powered by the internet and you have a computer center. So it goes from village to the village to village and it takes... Two week to three week certified training courses. And then we have these certified graduates or students go take opportunities in, in the rural, in the neighboring towns and villages and whatnot, or go on the internet and learn some more. So you are working somewhere in a government, your office or whatnot. They'll go through this acre lab on wheels and then they get to learn different things. They might even find a new career after all. So there are all kinds of examples like that as well. So even there, similar thing. Where is the ECL lab today? Where was it yesterday? What was the uh, specific training that the folks were involved in? Down to where are they right now? If you have a graduate, so connect all the way, right? Full traceability down to how do we make it better? Hmm. So those are some of the examples I can go on and on and on. But we're using (laughs) technology to the maximum to help us do even more.
0: Wow. So you're even like working towards the future. Mm -hmm. That is that's amazing because like, I mean, many times, uh, you know, I'm from India. I'm from Bombay. And I always uh, uh, we had a a shoe shop and uh, we had these they call them mysteries. So they used to make the shoes, like from scratch, the leather and everything. Mm. But their families all lived in villages, right? So we used to hear stories how, you know, how their family struggles and and things like that and how they have to leave their village and come to the city to earn a living. But now you'll have made that difference. You don't have to leave your home. You're still with your family and you're still building a bright future. Not, you know, and, you know, you're bringing... Everything to the village.
2: Yeah, know? trying to develop the village more itself right. instead of going out and right. living somewhere exactly. else. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that is that's that that's incredible work. That is like, I mean, I'm just I you know we've had so many organizations come on uh, come on chai time for the past five years, and this work that you're doing is hats off to y'all. We are like, I don't know. I I myself am feeling so <laughs> proud. <laughs> I don't know why. That's but I guess it's, it's just, it's so good to see, you know, people like you all being involved and uh, not forgetting, yeah, and countries like, I mean, like India, you know, like so much work is needed, so much, uh, there's, we have advanced so much in India too, in mm-hmm. so many ways, but then, you know, places, the rural India itself has kind of been forgotten and that uh, is what you all are doing.
2: Yeah, and also on on and Beatles, do you know how your day-to-day life you just use word excel all these basic powerpoint all these stuff that make our life like so easy organizing attaining like our financial things how to organize everything so all this stuff is taught on the acorn wheels when they go on the buses from village to village to teach them with right. the computer training labs right all these students are like they learn how to use these different technologies which we already know how to use and right it makes our life easy but They also learned that. So that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Another success story on the same lines. Um, One thing that villagers realize is the power of Internet. So there was a village where uh, they were using the Right to Information Act, RTI, where uh, just for the listeners who are not familiar with it. You can actually file, uh, pose a question to the government and uh, to provide them visibility on a specific initiative program, your local road, your local school, anything. You can ask any question. So this the villagers uh, learned about it, the RTI through vehicle schools, and they actually took that question to know how the funds are being used on their local road, the local school. The politicians wow. were held accountable as a result of that. So, again, we every are very day. proud. We are, we, are, we are very proud by making those villagers taking ownership Yes. of every dollar or rupee in this case to be allocated to them. So, uh, transparency, accountability, all of that are also something that is trying is trying to change.
0: Awesome. Right. So, what are some of the challenges and how are you planning to overcome them?
1: So, uh, when we go to this, for example, um, we talk about long-term manageability. Say, for example, we are actually building a Gramotan resource center, which is a huge facility in the middle of this village or, or the set of villages, right? In, in that case, we need a vendor, let's call it a partner who can build this, manage it, maintain. As needed. Sometimes the villagers take care of these things on their own, sometimes they don't. So, we need to think about not just today, but putting this ecosystem in place where these hundreds, in fact, thousands of villages and these centers need to go on. And finding those partners is not easy. Hmm. It's not easy, especially because you have to develop a different sense of. Uh, accountability to these vendors. And whoever works with Ekel, they know what, what, what they are here for. Mm-hmm. And then we also need to educate the villagers themselves. Hey, take ownership as much as you need to so that your goal is to have it by yourself, right? You don't need us anymore. So which means you need to take these things. And then we have a very high uh, return in the sense one in two schools almost are self-sustainable. But it's not easy. We have to educate them in the sense of, this is here to stay. This is your, call it empire, quote-unquote, that we are building for you. Go take care of it. Or we are building a car for you. Go drive the car. Hmm. Yeah, maintain the car and then drive this car so that it is here for for you to stay for 20 to 30 years. So uh, managing the vendors, expectations when things need to be fixed, getting that fixed. It's like you have a, let's say you have a palace or a mansion or, or, a, or a very fully functional home. Yeah. We need to do that, right? For for this to support the generations to come. So yeah. that's a mindset shift, education that we have to do and doing that on scale is a challenge. Um, wow. We are doing that, uh, but it's not. And then some of these Areas are very inaccessible, I call it. There is there are no roads, there is no government. And for example, if you ask for one yatra to a school in rural India, let's say in Kashmir, it might be hard. I mean I know people want to go and visit, but just to go there it might take eight to ten hours. Wow. So there are challenges in accessibility. Now how do we make a vendor accountable when there are no roads? So we need to work with whoever we have in that case, get possibly a road, get this basic infrastructure up, so on and so forth. So that is also another infrastructure challenge, Mm -hmm. which we are definitely working on overcoming as much as we can.
0: Yeah, it's like going back to the drawing board over and over again. Yeah, because constantly and you're like improving lives, you know, all the time. So and there will always be changes but, uh, but it's, it's great that, we, you know, you're moving forward. It's always that there's an improvement, but then more can be done to make that improvement even better. Yeah, that's wonderful. So, Rajiv, tell us, how are donors informed and updated about the impact?
1: So, um, as I said, one way is the portal. The portal yes. is our single channel. The second way is the le- local leaders, the chapter leaders, the chapter volunteers can also uh, reach out. So we periodically go talk to the donors, okay. uh, specifically uh, the special projects one, because these are multi-year projects. So we need to inform them, educate them um, about the progress, where are they today, and then all the way to uh, to the uh, implementation or execution. Say, for example, okay, you have on Wheels, which is on the ground uh, doing, educating the students we go back and also communicate about the updates, the status, where things are. And then if they have any more questions, we have a point of contact, a single point of contact that they can do. And then sometimes a quarterly report is there for sure. So we actually make sure that uh, the reporting is done with the human touch. Although we use technology, Hmm. we actually do have people that actually put all the information together and then communicate to the donors. So they they are, at the end of the day, very happy about where their dollars are being spent. And uh, we hear that time to time, uh, that our donors are very, very happy. And most of them are coming back again to do more and more.
0: Yeah. And so have people gone to, you know, like gone to the villages and checked out as well themselves?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like what Nidhi was was mentioning earlier, uh, most of our donors will go and see where the impact is being made.
2: And In so, fact, actually, when you, like, if you sponsor a school, right, when we went to the school, there's, like, a big poster which says that you, like, you hold the school, like, you sponsored the whole school, so your name is, like, certified, so it's, like, you're well-known, like, you feel that pride that, yes, I, I help these 30 students, so it's, like, certified for every village, yeah.
1: And then also, we have amongst our youth volunteers we have uh, middle schoolers high schoolers so Ekel did a fundraiser event about two weeks ago focusing on Dakshin Bharat so we are actually all over India but we are also focusing on Dakshin Bharat uh, uh, and the needs there so one of the youth volunteers essentially after the event he came back uh, with a $365 cash that he saved in his uh, with with his summer jobs with his uh, Grandparents, mm-hmm. gifts, all the sacrifices, I would say that yes. they had to make. And then said, uh, Rajivji, I need to, I need you to consider this for a school. Aww. A lot of stories like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because of the impact, uh, yeah. we, we also have, uh, middle schoolers, high schoolers, uh, helping in whatever way they could. I mean, you heard Nidhi talk about the $2,000 that she raised with the skills she already knows. Biology, mathematics. Data science, we even have some of the youth volunteers give data science, very advanced concepts. Yeah. And then they raise money and then they give it back to Ekel. Wow.
0: So, uh, you know, for our listeners, if anyone wants to get involved in the foundation, how do they go about doing that?
2: Uh, you can contact the ECLUSA.org, email them about like your interest in this workshop. You can directly contact me too. Uh, I'll, be full, I'll be ready to give information about how to get involved. There's a whole like format. I can email it to you. Yeah.
0: Okay, that sounds good. And they can visit the web, uh, website as acol. well? Or, yes. Okay, cool. And uh, so Nidita, uh what is your message to the women listening today? And how can, you know, uh, we all inspire and empower others?
2: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well... First, we all, all our sisters, all the girls, boys, girls, listen up. We need to hold hands together (laughs) and let's partake in this ACL movement. There's many ways all of us can help. We don't have to be a CEO or like a celebrity to be helping in this movement, right? We can use our talents to fundraise. It can be in the form of teaching a skill. It can be like doing a performance, spreading the message, doing a fundraiser, like... 11, 8, 10, anything. These funds can all be raised by giving your service where you have talent. We can join hands one way is by hosting youth workshops, wide range, SAT prep, anything. And this is also making us more responsible, confident women. We can empower ourselves and impact the lives of girls in India too. So guided by a passion for change, Our family of volunteers, we with rural communities, we envision in India, where women can thrive financially, socially, economically. Join me in empowering the ACL movement and
0: I'm already inspired. I'm gonna go out of the studio. I don't know, feeling I want to do something. The energy that you've you've got brought into the studio this morning has has just been like it's been great. It's really been awesome. Like you know, we we uh we always say oh we want to volunteer, we want to do things, we want to uh make a difference, but we don't realize how much. difference it makes in our lives Mm -hmm. itself how much what impact it does for us and for you to uh, give that message to so many young girls out there who you know sometimes is focused only on their education on their studies on their career paths Mm -hmm. and uh, you saying that like make that difference and if Mm -hmm. you have it in you you know give spread it out spread that joy spread that knowledge and everything yeah Mm -hmm. thank you Jeez, I should have you every Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) All that positive vibes, the good vibes. We need that here in the studio, especially on Mondays. (laughs) Rajiv, any uh, message to our listeners as well? Uh,
1: So I would like to say uh, we do have the proven platform or an approach i would say we have been doing it for again four decades we have done it on 80 to 100000 villages tens of millions of uh, individuals families got benefit as a result of that so think about that and we also understand how hard you all have uh, you uh, how much of hard work goes into earning these dollars so i also want to point out that about 92 to 93 cents on a dollar goes to the cause. So when you donate a dollar, uh, Mm -hmm. there is a very high amount. And this is actually not that simple. This is only possible because of all the volunteers here as well as in Mm -hmm. India um, that are making this happen. But again, I want to reiterate that the hard work and the hard-earned dollars are definitely put to the right use. Uh, as a result of that, we also are highly rated by uh, uh, organizations such as Charity Navigator, who actually rates us very high on a scale when you compare it to other organizations. So we would love to talk to you even further if you have any questions. Um, and a lot of people ask me, where can I do? And I'm like, okay, give you a preference. Give where you want to donate. Uh, that might be where your grandparents were that might be where you were, you attended or you visited and then you felt like you know what i need to give it back sure again contact Akel, let us know how you can uh, help some of these uh, needy villages and then make again the whole india shine mm. yeah that would be my message thank you,
0: thank you. <laughs> such a perfect way to end <laughs> Thank you so much, Rajiv. Thank you, Nidhi. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to have you, you both here on Chai Time. Uh, we learned so much about the foundation. It, it's, it's so needed sometimes, you know. Um, so many organizations does such good work, each one of them and each one of y'all too. Um, always making that difference, thinking about the future, moving forward. And we appreciate you because... You know, time is of the essence and that is what you're like, giving your time and uh, giving it whole wholeheartedly and at you at such a young age. I mean, your parents are, must be so proud of you. I'm sure the whole foundation is proud of you. And now Chi-Time is proud of you. I know. Yeah, no, yeah. but, you know, I hope like the the, the girls and the young uh, youths who are listening, who are tuned in or even the parents uh, get inspired by this, you know, by your work and uh, the difference that you are making in so many people's lives. So uh, thank you. Thank you, Raji, for taking the time. And um, I'm so glad we got to meet and we got to connect and uh, really appreciate all the work that ACL does. Thank you. Thank You'll you, have you, Lisa, thank you so much. Thank you.